Hey yo. What's good? What's good, man? We will be back. We got another episode of IBT Sports Podcast here. You got your boy Lawrence, Kenny, and Phil. Neil is building servers and uh saving the world right now. So those five G areas are down, so we need Neil right now. <laughs> he's stopping the he's stopping the spread of COVID from the five G servers. Man, it seems like it seems like it's been a little while. Um, I don't know why, but how y'all been and how y'all living, man? Hey, uh, doing you know kind of decent up there. Uh, pretty ups and downs throughout the week. You know, Patriots got their souls ripped out uh, against the Bills, but right side. Oh, understatement. Uh, let's see, <laughs> obliterated, kick their teeth, and whatever you can think of. You know, a little boy. They got you know. Westbrook celebration, you know, completely shut down. Uh, but the bright side, I had a five team parlay, so yeah, I'll take it. I guess. Hey, 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 there you go. Bright side. So wait, I'm just thinking about this. If you hit, oh, you didn't, you didn't bet your game. Absolutely not. Nope. Okay. Yeah, I was like, no. wait a minute, wait a minute. I never bet my team. Almost. Never. No, no, I don't what about you, Kenny? Yeah. Um, you know, can't play playoff football's back. That was a, a good weekend. Uh, we had a couple of blowouts, but. You know, we had one game come down to the wire. A second one that did come down to the wire, and we saw some boneheaded nonsense that just played into my Cowboys not a good football team narrative, but we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. We also saw some refs lose their jobs for the rest of the playoffs. So, yikes. Yeah, they. what was that? That was the uh, – The Bengals game. Uh, Bengals Bengals Raiders, game. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, wait, so what had happened in that? So Joe Burrow's rolling out to the sideline, uh, gets real oh, close to the sideline. TJ, and, the Tyler Boyd, the Tyler yeah, Boyd he throws team. it. The whistle gets blown while the ball's in the air. Tyler Boyd catches it, touchdown. They call it touchdown, and they stands. But technically, for an inadvertent whistle, the play's supposed to be blown dead. Jeez. But realistically, though, no matter what happens there, somebody's gonna be pissed because yeah. if you if you now if you blow it dead, since he's gonna be mad because Joe Burrow was in bounds. And even though it was inadvertent, he killed the play. It serves the same purpose as if you called him out of bounds. Did, but that's let stand. Oakland is mad. Was there was there ever an explanation from the ref? The, the refs just said the touchdown stands. Then after the game, when the NFL talked to the officiating crew, the officiating crew stated that the whistle wasn't blown until after he caught the ball, which is not true. But that's what the officiating crew said. Yeah. Wow. And now they won't uh, ref another playoff game for the rest of the year. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, there's going to be a couple other crews that don't, anyways, because obviously there's only so many games going around. But yeah, but like, just, they, like there's no like you're not yeah, with that right. mess up, you're not going to exactly. They're, they announced yeah. that to make you know to try to make themselves look good. <laughs> right. Yeah, I had uh, I had saw that play, and I was confused, and then I saw the the uh, the whole post come out about the refs, and I didn't know because I I was in Florida this past weekend. So, like, I barely got to watch the games, honestly. Like, I got to watch the Steelers get uh, destroyed, and then I ended up going out, and then I watched a little – what was the game before that? That was the Cowboy game. Yeah, the Cowboys. Cow- I, I watched, yeah. yeah, I watched into that when I was confused, um, just puzzled. Why in that moment you scramble? I get their explanation after the game, but you do? I don't know. I don't know, I don't. man. I don't know, man. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. I, we got some takes on that, <laughs> for sure. I think their explanation <laughs> made him look even, look even more of a goober. Especially that. 
Yeah. Oh man. Oh my goodness. So uh so what y'all so what y'all think of the first off, we'll go we'll go with the game that had the bots call. Um the Raiders and the Bengals. What did you guys think of that? Uh I thought it was a good game. I think that it stinks that everyone's gonna talk about that play and say that that's what cost the game because it was a touchdown and the Raiders lost by a touchdown, but I think there were other things in that game since he was just the better team. Uh, it was a good game. It was one of our closer yeah. games for the weekend. It came right down to the last play. Um, I think Joe Burrow's the real deal. I also think that this proves that that Raiders coach deserves a full season as that coach. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I, I like the game as well. I mean, I think it went, besides the bots call, it went like however I thought it would be. Very close game to the end because that's most of the Raiders games throughout the season, very close to the end. Derek Carr getting a shot at the end. Either he pulls it off or doesn't. Uh, Joe Burrow played well. Jamar Chase, this whole, this whole Bengals team, excited to see what they do next week against a very tough Titans team. No, I think I, I definitely had um, – I think I think I picked the, the, the Bengals to win. I just like that they got the youth on their, t- on their side. Um, they got a great, great core. Um, I think the contracts line up well to where they'll be able to actually – I'm not going to call them contenders quite yet, but have an opportunity in the next two or three years. Right, so. because think about the Burrow on a rookie deal for three more years, Jamar Chase for four more years, T. Higgins for two more years. So right. those your most important players are all on a rookie deal. Joe Mixon's got to be just coming off his rookie deal probably, <laughs> I would say, next year. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's been in the league forever, but yeah. he hasn't. Um, I just, he's going to probably demand some sort of money. They, and they're they have the luxury of now since the rest of their core is on a rookie deal, they could overpay the running back position if they wanted to. Right, right, right. Take care of him because he's definitely he definitely hold he's holding it down. They don't care. They gonna they gonna get him twenty touches, and it don't matter how from the backfield, um, passing or receive uh, or receiving or rushing. So definitely shout out to the Bengals for winning that game. Well, okay. man, who y'all who y'all think was the MVP of that game? Um, you probably you got to go with Burrow. I'd say just that mm-hmm. that play, the touchdown pass to Boyd was just really unreal. How he stayed with the play, kept himself in bounds, and then finds Boyd in the back of the end zone. Like that was that was a pretty football play. Right, right. What about yeah, you? Yeah, I have to agree. He made all the right throws, extended some plays. He didn't put his team in danger. Made mm-hmm. dumb decisions. He built. A, he played a pretty much smart game overall. Right. I probably say the same thing too. I I really like him, man. I don't, just from the LSU, his he has that it factor. He has the confidence. Like I don't care who you are, and he's gonna go out there and play. So definitely yeah. shout out to Joe Burrow and yeah. the Bengals. Yep. Plus, in the beginning of the year, you know everyone thought the team was gonna make the playoffs. A lot of analysts had them that went into the division, so on and so on, because of the old line. But everyone mm-hmm. proved them wrong, and now they have a playoff win. It was like thirty plus years, I think, or was yeah. it? It's been a while. They haven't won a playoff game since nineteen ninety one. Yeah. Even yeah. with goddamn Carson Palmer and Ota Single was there. So, what do y'all think about? Um, we'll keep it going because we kind of kind of have the same format for every every uh, game. What do y'all think of Zach Taylor? Um, I mean, do y'all think you think he's actually actually get some credit, or is it because you got he has young dogs? I think it's because he has young dogs. To be honest with you, there was something that came out like after they clinched the division. That's actually right. funny because I laughed and I said it's probably true. Because the team ever considered firing their head coach after winning the division? Because with some of these names out there, you got to think about it if you're Cincy. Which I'm not going to go that far, but right. no, like I'm not. I'm not anointing him the, the reason why they turned this around. Right, right, right. 
Definitely shout out to that the the GM and everything over there too. They they're doing their thing. That roster is nice. Right. Six, some of my boys from New Orleans had to go there. <laughs> Super still. They're, they're not gonna they're not gonna pay us. Let's get paid over there. Right. Monopoly um, money in New Orleans. Don't even get bro. I'm looking at the beat writers on um on Twitter on Twitter and they're just like Wait in a couple weeks, all the content I'm gonna have about everybody asking about the cap space and the cap room. Like he had, he went out like a. It was probably ten replies to himself, and like people are like, "How are the Saints gonna do it? We're gonna lose." They're saying that they're gonna everybody that's up for yeah. unrestricted or restricted. They're like, "We're gonna lose them all." So it's like, but he was like, "Nah, we're gonna end up signing them because making some way somehow, some way somehow." Yeah, All I right. think that game too. I think that that speaks to a, well this whole season. Like Derek right. Carr is a better quarterback than people want to give him credit for. Like yeah, he's like that team was a dumpster fire. Like from the the head coach, the Henry Rugg situation. They mm-hmm. went on that big losing streak. Another play they released as well. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't really believe in him like early in the season. But then, like, just to watch, I got to watch a lot of the Raiders games because um, I have Renfro on my team and everything. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, he has great touch on, on his passes too. He gets yeah. a lot, a lot of great passes. And like a lot of people forget, um, the year that he got hurt, like when the Raiders were doing well and making the playoffs, he was like the front runner for the MVP with Matt Ryan that year. Like it was a neck and neck race, and he got hurt, and the Raiders went downhill. But Derek mm-hmm. Carr has done this before. Like this isn't a fluke. Like this is mm-hmm. who Derek Carr could be. Right. Oh, also, did you guys see that? I think there's a clip of floating around on Twitter somewhere. Him walking out at the beginning of the game without the lights, and it, like it's a slow motion walkout. I don't know if you saw it. It's like they like zoomed in on him walking up the field. The film looks absolutely crazy. I probably oh, you're you talking. Are you talk, oh, you talking about when he's running out? Yeah, right, he's running yeah, out yeah, the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The crazy that angles the guy got. Fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he has. I think he said because um, I was looking at that too on Twitter, and I think he has some special camera. To do that type of uh, that type of shot, so he's I think he was like really new to like getting into the filming for the playoffs and everything too. So I definitely know what you're talking about. It definitely looks crazy. Right, that too. looks fire. Yeah, looks like a, out of Madden or something. It's out of Madden. Madden Madden would never do nothing like that. <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get the same thing from 2004. Right. But um, let's go. What what what's, what next game you guys want to go to? Well, it was the next game on the, the weekend. It was the Patriots game. Oh, Lord. We got to do it to you. Yeah, we'll, I we'll mean, let you. We'll, if you want to go first, Phil, we'll let yeah. you Yeah, I mean, you, yeah. you can tell by my little title from next to my username. You know, <laughs> that's just it's an understatement, you know, so far gone. Yeah, right, right. Cute. I tried to be cute with it, but, you know, um, where do I start? Yeah, we got our asses kicked. Just <laughs> short and simple. Josh Allen, amazing game from him. Five touchdowns. 300, 400 yards. Defense, our defense played like shit. Uh, slow as hell. They got outran. They got basically out everything. Just a very mm-hmm. poor performance to end the year. So there's nothing else you can say. They just played poorly, and the Bills outplayed us in every single way: offense, defense, special teams, you, you name it. This this game makes me change how I feel about the Bills because I felt like the Bills are gonna. Well, I still think they're gonna. I still feel like they're gonna lose to the Chiefs. This weekend, like they they're gonna they're gonna be rolling high off of this. Then they're gonna be like, we already kicked your teeth in earlier in the season, and then they're gonna be like, oh, you got the Stephon Diggs picture surfacing again of him watching and everything. 
But I think like the Bills, I just don't know about like Josh Allen is great, but I just don't know about him. I don't know if he could get past Pat. Well, here's the thing: they played a legit perfect game. Like yeah. every possession finished with a touchdown. Like there were no, right. like that's 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 not gonna happen. Like it just then that's right. not because they're a bad team. It's just because you. If there's a reason why it only happened once in history, because it's probably never gonna happen again. But right, to right, me, right. this game almost spoke more to um, Mac Jones and the Patriots than it did the Bills. Because if I'm a Patriot fan, Phil, correct me. I, this is how I'm feeling. After I watched that. I know that I am not equipped to fight the Bills in the future because oh, if, yeah. the, if, if the Bills get a, a big lead on you, how are you coming back? Because Mac yeah. Jones is not that guy. But he's yeah. a solid quarterback, but if you get into a gunfight, game over because Mac Jones yeah. is not going to do it. Yeah, just going off of that before you continue, like basically most of the wins are like all the wins for the Patriots this year. Defense starts off, lights out. Patriots get a good lead, and then they coast the rest of the game. And if it's gunfight like the Bills, they've lost a lot of that. Because, like, the Saints game, for example, they started off slow, a lot of turnovers, and after halftime, more turnovers lost that game. So if the defense doesn't come up big first half, they're most likely going to lose that game. So, yeah, they need a lot in the offseason on defense. Yeah, it's just it's, – it's something that's got to scare you going forward because Mac mm-hmm. is going to be your quarterback, obviously. You invested a first-round pick into him, and he's not bad. But just when yeah. it comes to Mac versus Josh Allen for Josh Allen, the foreseeable yeah. future, I, I don't think I like my chances there. Definitely, right. definitely. I, yeah, um, a lot of moves need to be made for the Patriots. You know, defense, I think the linebackers are aging. Like you kind of said it earlier, most of the defensive players on the team are old. So probably try to, you know, look in the draft try to get some defensive players because the Patriots have been good with defensive players. Like getting drafted, it's just the offense has been – hella shaky so maybe try to find some receivers and most most importantly linebackers defensive linemen and definitely some someone some people in the secondary for this year so we got a lot of work to do with this offseason i think so I, I think it's heard... a good i think it's a good draft he just basically every day yeah offensive line is good i think our tight ends are good just basically you know yeah. defense everything on defense i feel you i feel you well where they're well where they're aging you feel like that's where they need the most yeah linebacker and i, I feel like i feel like this drive too is kenny you can correct me i think it's more defensive than offensive yeah. i mean right now the two best players in the draft are both edge rushers right so there's definitely gonna be out there the boy from oregon you got the, the guy from michigan those two. They got two are, guys from Michigan. I mean, Hutchinson oh, is the clear cut. His uh, Ojabo, David Ojabo, yeah. his um, other guy on the other side of him has also going to probably go top ten. Okay, so then you got those, and I feel like I feel like the Saints going to get one of them if they can if he can hold out to eighteen, which he probably won't, to be honest, because yeah. uh, wrestlers yeah. are important. Thibodeau and Hutchinson are going top three. Yeah, that, that's so. Oregon, but um. Ojabo's probably going to go top 10. Those three are probably going to be off the board. Right, right, right. Also, I think I saw on somewhere, Fox Sports or whatever it was, uh, I think it was Colin Coward saying the Patriots might want to look into trading Mac Jones, which is a terrible take from Colin Coward. A lot, he's had a lot recently. Oh, this Lord. man is a rookie. <laughs> you think trade well, him after that one year? It's, oh, he makes his money as being given the yeah. hottest takes of all time. And it, it's, it's a terrible, <laughs> terrible take. I yeah. guess the, the only thing I could say to try to defend him is he was saying, like, that would be a Belichick thing to do because he does the most unconventional things ever. But if he, like, had any ounce of seriousness in when he said that, like, I just, Clicks. I don't know. All for the clicks. Do you, do you think um, this kind of goes into the whole argument of 
the whole Tom versus Bill thing. I mean, it, I, it, it's kind of hard to, to argue at this point. Like, we've we've literally seen Brady can do it with doesn't matter who at this point. And right. Belichick, I mean, he's had two seasons now without Tom, post-Tom. And he also had seasons before he had Tom Brady. So, I don't know. I, I think it's pretty obvious at this point that Brady was the better half of that relationship. They both needed each other, but Brady mm-hmm. was the better half of the relationship. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I would have to agree. As of right now, you know, Brady won Super Bowl the year, first year in Tampa Bay, and Belichick's obviously still building his team to be that level. So it's just, you know, oh, it's going to be a, a waiting game for Belichick, but as of right now, def- Brady definitely does have it. I think he's a good enough coach, um, good enough scouter, too, to, to get back to where he they can compete. But you're obviously going to need Mac to to have leaps and bounds to get better. Especially as a passer, being able to make the the money plays. I'm not sure what McDaniel's. I haven't really watched their offense a whole lot, but you're gonna have to push the ball down the field like the rest of these guys, because they literally go from the 20, 25, and they throw a shot down the field. They score in in 15 seconds. Yeah, so, literally, but, like with with no weapons like Gronk and etc. And with the whole Patriots loving the whole checkdown system and having their receivers and tight ends make plays, including like people like James White, who's out this year. It's very tough to move the ball without players like that. So, you know, a lot of adapting for Mac Jones and the Patriots. And it's almost like that's what everybody was saying when Tom Brady was there. Like, oh, he's got no ones. He's got no ones. And everyone like, oh, but, you know, Brady just masked all that. But Belichick was convinced it was his system. And we now see that it was not your system because Mac Jones had the same, virtually the same offense that Brady's had. No mm-hmm. weapons, and we couldn't do anything with it. Right, right, right. <laughs> on to next year. <laughs> it's on to next year. On to next year. Mid, mid, mid the high diagonal pick. Yeah, I'll, technically, up. I'm just happy. Wait, what, pick, what pick you guys got? 20 something? Mid, yeah, mid to high. What do you, 20 what? Mm, 22 like probably? Playoffs. So, so there's what, 22? 14 teams make the playoffs. Because oh, the Saints, the Saints got Saints got eighteen, so probably like high, like low twenties. Yeah, I would, I would probably say. Yeah. I'm just which happy is, they actually made it there. Either. So, you know, going back to my preseason prediction, I'm just happy that I got that right at least. Right, right, so, right. You know, but that's well, a, you know, got, that's a, well, that's, well, that's a small well, victory. So very small. What was the, really the preseason prediction? Uh, make the playoffs as a lower okay. seed. Uh, yeah. So, check. It's impressive. Y'all got what ten wins? Yeah, yeah, that's impressive. It, it was very bumpy Regardless. end of the season. Dolphins, Bills, yeah. just very shaky. But you right. guys have the twenty-first pick. The what? Twenty-first. Twenty-first. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say twenty, twenty. Uh, yeah, twenty, low twenties. Uh, let's see. We got. We got. I think Eagles Bucks. I'm next. That was the next game on Saturday. Yeah. The Eagles, Bucks, or Lord, Lord have mercy. Yeah, apparently Jalen Hurts was hurt that entire game, which every NFL player does. They don't tell him the injury until after the game. So. Still don't care. Yeah. You had the option to to sit out. Let the let uh, cash you play. Yeah. Also, just a <laughs> just a little side uh, note. You know, I had a little parlay on that game. I lost by one Jalen Hurts rushing yards. So. Very tragic. I would have won like two hundred, three hundred dollars. So I lost by fourteen Gronk receiving yards. Unbelievable. Damn. But yeah, uh, 
I actually was surprised at how much Ramon was just because how close they played each other last time and because 51% of the Bucks' offense was not there. Yeah, that's like, very true. I mean, you can watch the show from last week. I was giving Philly their credit, saying this was going to be a closer it. game than everyone thought. Like, So before anyone in here says, like, I'm being a hater, like, I'm not. I was on your side. I'm thoroughly shocked at mm-hmm. how bad this one turned out to be. Bro, I'm playing. I'm playing in the flag game, and it was like a, it was like I played right before the game started, and then we get done. It's like halftime or the end of the game, and I go check the phone, and I like refresh it, and you know ESPN is a terrible app, and I see thirty-one to zero. I said, Nah, nah, nah. I closed my app. I said, These boys are not getting whooped like this. Not in the not in the playoffs. Sure enough, Jalen Hurts is like two for seven, seven yards passing. I told y'all, if you can't pass, you're not gonna win. Especially against the Bucks. Plain and simple. And he missed a lot. Of, he missed a lot of passes too. They were breaking it down. He missed a lot of passes where Rick for sure. Y'all felt only feel our pain about betting. Absolutely, Rick. I felt that pain all last week. That yeah, was this. just not. I, I don't know. You watch that game and you say to yourself, like, this is what you gave up Carson Wentz for. Right, and then there's there's people that are jumping on Carson Wentz now saying, I, I told you so, and all this, all, the, which, all this other shit. Which I just don't get, because we talked about it last week, too. Like, yeah. yeah, the Colts lost that game last week, but it wasn't all on Wentz. So yeah, they lost as a team. team. Right, right. Like, right. But that's just people, like, they're looking to justify, well, we got rid of Wentz, so they're going to blame anything Wait. they can on Wentz. Did the Eagles get that pick for Wentz, by the way? 15, yeah, they got the first-round pick. 15, 16, and 19. That's what they got. Mm. Yep. So we'll see what they do. They're gonna trade all that for a quarterback. Uh, Lord. <laughs> well, there's only about how many quarterbacks getting two? No, it's available though. He's gonna trade him for a quarterback. So like Rogers available, Wilson. Oh, available. okay. I thought you they meant like, like uh, that. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I thought you meant like trading up to the top uh, spot to get a quarterback. Well, that was say, there, there's about there's about two or three of them, if that. If yeah, I mean really. This year, guys that are going to go in the first round would not go in the first round. Right. Like, if they were in last year's draft, they would not have been first-round quarterbacks. No, this is it's going to be right. very, very interesting. Yeah, um, for me, for the Eagles-Bucks game, uh, yeah, this, this, the Eagles started off really slow. Like, they they tried to run the ball. They couldn't. They got away from the run game, tried to pass a lot. Devontae Smith didn't get a touch until like what late second quarter, maybe after half. They w- they weren't looking for him, even though he was making he was trying to make plays. And the Bucks they did what they had to do. Uh, they they were they only had like Mike Evans and Legronk. They they still managed to move the ball in the Eagles. Uh, no Leonard Fournette, he wasn't playing. Uh, Vaughn and Gio Bernard played well in his mm-hmm. you know absence. So just Bucks did everything right to move on and hopefully get healthier for this Rams game because they're definitely going to need everyone that can have. He said, he said we should we should have got – we should get Rodgers for a year. Y'all not getting Rodgers. <laughs> oh, <Roger>. Kind of <laughs> like how Lawrence said, this changes my perception – this changes perception of the Bills. This game changed my perception of the Bucks because they did it with no one out there. Again, like Lawrence said with the Bills, I still think the Bucks are going to lose. But I got to give them more credit than I was giving them because – with 51% of your offensive production out, I don't care who your NFL team out there, and you made them look bad. Yeah. It gets more It gets more and more difficult. And you should go against the Packers, you go against the Rams, that 51% yeah. oh. matters. Also, also, the one thing I'm worried about next, like, 
moving on for the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tristan Wirfs, their offensive line was mm-hmm. injured, and that and the whole like a lot of the players on the offensive line got injured that game. And you're going to need uh, you know players like that against the Rams and the Packers. Well, so Wirfs was ready to go back in the game, and Ryan Jensen did go back in the game. So yeah, they'll be all right. Yeah. I mean, Wirfs like left after like two or three snaps after. Yeah. You know, but yeah, no, they, I, I, yeah, they, yeah. yeah, they want. Well, yeah, they wanted to put him back out there, and he wanted to go back out there. But then they saw the yeah. score and said, "Well, there is zero need for you to go back out there." Right. So <laughs> hopefully that will end. Hopefully, I guess. But with defensive pass rushes like the Rams and Packers and others, they're gonna need everyone. Yeah, but Eagles, you feel me? All y'all had to do is just lose. Like we could have went out there, <laughs> New Orleans nine zero. We could have got the Bucks out of there. And well, maybe, it's the playoffs, so. You feel me? Right. I don't know, Phil. <laughs> Hold on. What's the name not here? He's not here. Thank you, Phil. Noodle Arm is not here. So we went. Cover Let me Listen, let me have my, listen, right. let me have my moment, okay? I'm going to let just let Phil. I'm just saying. <laughs> if we're talking week to week, you know. Thank you, Phil. Cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, speaking, you know, you know, the Patriots and the Eagles both got kicked out, and you know, another toxic fan base also got kicked out at the four o'clock game. The Cowboys and 49ers, so mm, mm, mm. all um, the toxic fan bases got kicked out this weekend. So I'm gonna listen, man. Listen. I be personally Debo my favorite player, man. He's my favorite player, like he played like literally, like he plays the game how I used to, uh, like how I used to play when I played, and it's just amazing to watch. He lines up everywhere. He's un fucking stoppable. It's unstoppable. You, know, you it's, can't stop him. He might be better out of the backfield than he is lined up at receiver. <laughs> like that's not like I'm not talking bad about him, but that's just Bro. how good he is. Yeah, listen, think, he just, did he get he more w- rushing yards than receiving yards? Yeah, he did because mm-hmm. wait, let me just tell you how how backwards this is. I took over thirty rushing yards and over sixty receiving yards. This mother sucker gonna rush for seventy yards and receive for thirty yards. Like I right. just flip flopped it. Yeah, right. I just bet him the rushing over. I didn't bet on him receiving. I just, I, I'm just glad that they know how to utilize that weapon because you know he's playing better than no, we've seen that's, any that's literally recently. that's literally what I be, like. I I talk about. When you play any sport, like it don't matter how old the person is, it don't matter if you got seniors, juniors in front of them. If he's the best player and you want to win the game, you can Five go flip. Get him out there. Exactly, you can go flip side to to the Cowboys. Your best receiver got one reception for twenty one yards. That's I, I don't I don't get it. I, mean, I just okay. I just I don't get it. All year, that's been the thing. Go, go ahead, Phil. Yeah. I say it. They have like two first team players on that roster. You know, Trayvon Diggs. I mean, I'm pretty sure he did well, right? You know, he's you know first Pro Bowler, first team. He had, you know. he had. No, he. They. I saw a couple bad plays. Yeah, they, I didn't see the he whole, was whole barbecue game. chicken. Stop. Absolutely. It. No, I, 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 yeah. That's no, 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 no. I'm saying there's a there's a there's a clip surfacing on TikTok, Twitter, and everything, and it's the same four plays of him getting ran over by number fifteen, and then I with his brother in this dance. Yeah, Ayuk routing them up on the on the crazy double move and shit like that. But like I said, he gonna have to he gonna have to go to the tape. Gonna I have mean, to work on technique, something. Barbecue chicken alert! Barbecue <laughs> chicken alert! Because they were looking for him. Juwan Jennings was getting targeted because Trayvon Dix was guarding right. him. That's your first team All Pro. That's your starting Pro Bowl. Yeah, I mean, the QBs I mean, are looking for him. That's right. why he has interceptions because they're trying that, to yeah. throw to him. 
Right, right. That's There's a reason true. why he has 11, because, you know, you're not going to intercept everything. Yeah, it gets thrown. Right, it's right. like, you know what, I'm taking my chances, like, because it's not like an interception or a touchdown. Like, I'm taking it. Right. Yep. I think he was a leader in, like, flags, most yards allowed, and I think another category. I forgot what it was. Back to what Lawrence said, though, about, like, their best receiver only gets one catch. I had C.D. Lamb on my fantasy team this year, so I've seen this firsthand. There are games right. when C.D. finishes the game with, like, two or three catches, and you're just like, how could this be possible? especially when Gallup was out for most of the year. Cedric Wilson is getting not even just more yards and catches, more targets. They are looking to Cedric Wilson where they're even looking to CeeDee Lamb. How does that make sense? San Fran's, like, secondary is all banged up, so they're not like they have, a like, a, a great secondary. Well, um, who was who who broke it down? Um, was it Troy Aikman? Yeah, Troy Aikman had the whole breakdown of he basically was like, oh, I don't want to go back in time, but Michael Irvin – had a guy playing 10 yards off of him. I'm going to get him smoke screens, hitches to get him going. And they didn't bother to do that. And the one thing that is, that's really, really annoying, appreciate the like too, um, whoever, whoever's in here that liked the video, um, is what I can't fathom or understand is when the game is over, is the people that come up and say, why you ain't get the ball? You know, like, and I know, and I know for a fact he's probably hearing that shit. Like, right, why like, you, like, why are you asking me? Why are you asking me? I had, I had one and a half targets. Like, it don't, it don't make sense. Like, uh, Schultz had the most catches. Never, never, never. And then, and then this just feeds into my, I'm mind blown how they say Kellen Moore, Dan Quinn are like two of the leading guys that are going to be getting head coaching jobs this. Uh, this off season, and people still <laughs> like Mike McCarthy. <laughs> oh man! Right. Wait, read that film. <laughs> but um, I'm, yeah, I mean, he, he's been. Ooh. Yeah, he, we just we. Uh, if you run the video back, you can see he talks about the Patriots. But uh, right. like Dan Quinn, I got that defense. It, it was very boomer bust. Like I don't know. After what I saw him do in Atlanta. No. I'm not rushing to hire him as a head coach right now because I, I, it was too boomer bust for me, but whatever. And then Kellen Moore, you have all those all-stars on offense, and there's been games when your offense looked very mediocre, and now I'm going right. to give you a whole team? I, I, I don't know. Right. It's crazy. Um, what, and biggest thing, too, is what What did y'all think about what, uh, what Dak said at the end? Oh, yes. Okay, I was waiting to get to the last play. Yeah. So. Because that's, again, they say Kellen Moore called this play. He's the play caller, so he called it. Mike McCarthy says, okay, let's go for it. So, again, Kellen Moore is supposed to be this genius, and that's who you come up with. And then Dak, oh, we practice it all the time. You know, in practice, when it's perfect, we have about four seconds left. Why why would you call a play that everything has to go perfect and you'll still only have two to four seconds left? Like, I just, I guess I'm still puzzled on that. Right. Uh, I think uh, for me, that that play was very questionable for me as well. I mean, even how Dak executed I, it as well. I personally, I personally would have like in that situation, you go to the you go to deep outs or something. I don't know. I I think maybe they were guarding it, but, but I just don't. I just don't know, man. On that drive, the, the three plays. Like boom, boom, boom. They were hitting out routes right to the sideline. They got whatever right. they wanted. So why they do that? And then right, yeah. Right. Otto, my, per, I'm, I'm my, glad you said the auto too about the the refs. When everyone, oh, the ref got in his way. No, you have to hand the ball to the ref. The ref has to spot the ball. Right. That cannot give it to a center, and they spot it anywhere they want. Yeah. So the right. ref was 100 percent on the right. Yep. Yeah. Also, true. just just the execution of the play was bad. 
because you he could have, he could, he should have stopped like a, a, a ten yards before and still had enough time to you know to clock it down so the refs could come and do their thing. But instead, he goes an extra ten yards to waste to waste even more time so that whole debacle with everyone running each other happened. So right. the best example yes. I heard of this was one of my boys texted me after the game and was like, I think that he thought he was Dwayne the Rock Johnson in the Disney family's The Game Plan movie. The Game Plan? <laughs> when there was no time on the clock, and he ran a QB draw from 30 yards out. Because there's no other explanation for it. Because what goes through your mind to say this is the right. play to do? And I, I blame Kellen Moore for calling it. I blame Mike McCarthy for not saying no. And then I blame Dak Prescott. You're like, yeah, that, this is a great play call. Let's go for it. Like, what? Mm-hmm. I just, I, I, I don't know, man. I think, I think this is my, my thing with it. I think him running down and running a quarterback draw is fine, but you as the leader of the team have to get the ball to the ref. Why did you hand it to your center? Literally, that took the, the valuable seconds. You literally, that's what you're supposed to do. You're the leader on the team. You're the high, isn't he the highest player, highest paid on the team? Oh, yeah. He's all, all of that. You literally, you're the quarterback. You know, if you lose this goddamn game and don't get your team a shot at the end zone, that they're gonna ask for the the money back and the the trade your ass. But I don't know, what, man. What, what do you guys say? think about his comments after the game about the about the, the trash rock, can throw? That's that's dangerous. He's dangerous stuff right there. I mean, but it, it just it shows again though how dumb you are because yeah. you're mad at the ref for your mistake because one right. it was a bad play and two you didn't hand the ball to the ref. So now yes, yeah, so let's throw trash at the refs because I made a mistake. That's what we told the fans. Right, so he was basically like, he, "Oh, he, he, he was basically like, oh well, today, about yeah. about the shit," and that's just not that's not cool. Yeah, because they got they got families and all all that shit. So, but that was I, out of pocket when he said that. I also think that this is a proof that it's time to start what people have said before. Mike McCarthy is not a good coach. I mean, look at Green Bay; he has a Super Bowl, but it was Aaron Rodgers. And look, the Packers, since getting rid of Mike McCarthy, have lost what three games one year two games one year, three games another year, conference championship back-to-back years. like So they were held back by Mike McCarthy. And then right. this year's Cowboys team were supposed to be the team, the team to beat, and you just got bounced in the first round at home. I just, I just want to, I just want to, I just want to point out they're up there with the Saints, with the the most winningest teams in the past couple of years. I'm just saying, just want to throw that out there. Nobody cares. <laughs> but, uh, I, we I do not care. Yeah. <laughs> they like, they like, they like, they like, them, they like number two. You know, I think it 100 percent proves that Mike McCarthy is not a good coach. And if yeah. I were Dallas, I actually would not hesitate to fire him this year. Yeah, bro, I think he's I, just. I feel like he's just there. Yes. I don't know. I got that vibe from the hard knock shit. Why he just he just looked yeah. like he was there. Yeah. Like he didn't know what was going on. He's really not running shit. Like there's no adult in the room when he's there. Right. Like when you have a coach, it's like you feel like you have a parent in the room. When Mike McCarthy's there, it's like he's like that that cool uncle that just the kids still do whatever they want, but there was an adult there, so they got away with it. I'm not gonna lie, it was real priceless, priceless to see like Cowboys fans crying, bro. I'm not gonna Everyone lie, that, in the shit, stands? that shit was hilarious. Right, they were crying like, even before the game was over. I'm like, damn, y'all still got y'all still driving for the game. Like, girls crying. She's like, little violent, just <laughs> a little violent. Uh, but Otto, before we go, yeah, before we go to the next game here, Otto said, uh, can we just say Brian Flores will be a great Giants hire? I think the Giants just need to not hire anybody. Um, it just needs to be complete <laughs> anarchy there. Um, it. I mean, anyone who gets Brian Flores can be a great hire, but if I'm Brian Flores, I'm not going to I'm not to going there. I'm because not going I, there. He's going to have his pick of jobs. 
why would I go from a team where I have Tua, who isn't a great quarterback but not terrible, to the Giants where I have no quarterback? And then, I don't. I know what you're going to say. Well, they said Deshaun Watts is going to go wherever he goes. It's not that simple, buddy. So, no, I'm not going somewhere where the quarterback is not intact. The Raiders are on the top of my list. Everybody get out get out on um Deshaun Watson, bro. Cause the minute he said since the minute he his toe touches a blade of grass, they gonna get him. Plain and simple. He's not he's not playing football. I don't know when he's gonna play again, but I don't think it's gonna be immediate, immediately. Only thing I will say is they have apparently been investigating, so I guess that makes you feel a little bit better. Um, yeah. The the NFL has done their part. There's nothing right. they can do about it. You just the legal system, you can't really. That, that's the part that's scary, but right. It is what it, I think. Point, I think he'll get. I think he'll still get suspended for the the for humiliating the NFL and being involved in that. Isn't that a thing too? Where they pretty much get suspended still for the bad publicity. They would have already had to do it. The only way now that they can suspend, and at least as far as I understand. Only way now he can be suspended by the NFL is if like there are criminal charges because they've had over a year to investigate all this other stuff and he hasn't been given a suspension on that yet. So right. I think now he has to actually be charged. Otto said he just likes what he did in Miami. Yeah, but Miami's Everyone a better does, team. Yeah. Miami's yeah, a, a better, better team. team. Like right. even Ryan Fitzpatrick's better than Daniel Jones. He had Ryan Fitzpatrick there. Like, yeah. So yeah. I feel like I don't know, like I feel like Miami, just athletic wise, they just have it. Like they got Devontae Parker, they got Waddle, they got Will Par uh uh what's was this Will uh, Will Fuller? Will Fuller. I was about to say Will Parks for some reason. I don't know why I was thinking that. He's a like DB. A or something. Yeah, yeah, he's a DB. He's a DB. Yeah, he's a DB. They just have terrible ownership. Yeah, they they got they got the pieces there. Like but that's that's the thing. I think they're gonna go downhill without Brian Flores now, though. Yeah. Yep. I just I, I don't know who are you gonna hire that's better than him right now. I just don't understand why they they fired him. Unless he had, unless he asked to just be like be they like, said. Oh. They said um, they didn't like how he communicated. He he, had, he lacked communication skills. <laughs> so you think he sabotaged his own shit? No, I I think that that's just their cover for trying to get out, out of it because they had no other reason to. Because you can't say his performance. But yeah, I, I well he like went I, on an eight game he went on an eight game tear. Right, like I said, I think right. that I said last week. I I don't agree with it, but I. Maybe their thought process is we've went as far as we're going to go with Brian Flores. We've had two years in a row that were the same thing. Like, got to get off of him. Otto, this know. is what needs to happen for the Giants, right? This is what needs to happen for y'all. A GM. Burn the stadium. No, they need to not, not burn the stadium. Yeah, that stadium is actually trash. But you guys need to go to one of, like, the teams that that put players together and have a good gel, like draft-wise, scout-wise, you need to go get the assistant GM and grab because they're going to have the sauce on how to get Any to where want. Outside of their team instead of in-house. Right. Like they always do. Because so, I know I know um, somebody's looking at the, the Saints assistant GM right now. I forget who it was. So Yeah, the, Bill, the Bills assistant GM wouldn't be a bad one either. The problem yeah. is going to be – Who's going to be that coach? Because the Giants is the least desirable jobs out of any of the ones that are available right now. So nobody wants to go. You're going to that, get that media is going to crush you. But like, think, the right. reason you got Joe Judge last time was because nobody wanted to go there either. Like, when these jobs open up, like now the Raiders' job is a better job. The Broncos' job, the Bears, the Bears' job is a better job. The Vikings' job is a better job. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to go to the Giants. Yeah. 
This is a lot. It's a it's a burden. I feel like yeah. you need a personality that's gonna match that, you know? Like and I don't know I don't know who that's who that's gonna be. Um but we're gonna see like the Giants the Giants core wise, they have good elements. It's just it's just messy. It's just really, really they messy there. And nobody and nobody can stay healthy. Nobody can stay healthy. All your receivers are hurt every two seconds. Tight ends hurt. Linemen get hurt. You got your running back, your premier superstar running back is we don't know where he's about to do. Like Dip. Get this it's a whole new culture. You said they need and, to sell the team. <laughs> it goes beyond that though. It's just the, the players yeah. right now. You're just not a good like it doesn't matter if you're the best owner of football right now. Your roster it's culture. right now it's just it's not desirable right now. Like there's just too many good jobs out there. Yeah. And I feel like it's culture too. Like when you like you hear when you, you can watch players' interviews and shit and they just the energy they got about certain teams. Like you can go and say, "Hey, the Falcons." You could probably talk. You could probably see interviews with certain. Um, what's the what you guys want a linebacker? Deion Jones. Deion Jones. You can have Matt Ryan talk, and they probably love the culture in that locker room because they've been together for however long. You go well, to the Saints. You go to the Saints. Same thing. Yeah, you know, like Cordero Patterson. He just had a career year. He's going to be able to have his picket teams, and he's saying, "Right now, I want to be back in Atlanta next year." Like we stunk right. this year. This guy is going to have yeah. probably contenders calling him to be, you know, a gadget guy. And he's saying, I want to be in Atlanta. Russell Gage yeah. had a breakout year. Same thing. Falcons are the first team I want to come back to. Like, it's a culture. These guys like to buy into it. We stink. The fact that anybody wants to come back to Atlanta shows you that there's something going on in the locker room that makes them want to be there. Right. And I, I don't, I just don't see it from the Giants, bro. Like, nope. you got to get, first off, you got to get the people to believe in the quarterback, which I don't think all of them believe in the quarterback. So. You feel me? That that's where it re- that's where it honestly starts, because you go as your leader goes, and if you ain't got a leader, it's, it's everybody out there trying to fight for scraps to get the next deal or the next team to pick them up. So, man, but enough about the goddamn Giants, man. We talking about the playoff teams, man. <laughs> Chief Steelers um, up next. Yeah, the Chief Steelers. What y'all what y'all think of that game? I watched the. Uh, I watched um when I turned it on. I think I turned it on when uh. When Tyreek Hill was, he grabbed the pom poms and started getting real disrespectful out there. They oh, had so it in the first quarter. You missed, yeah, you missed the beginning one. The Steelers, I was actually like, my eyes were popping out of my head. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Right, TJ Watt. Yeah, they looked like they were gonna do the impossible. Yeah, I, I was, I was actually getting ready and everything to go out for the night. And then my boy that I was down in Florida with, he's a Steelers fan. So he's like, "Let's go, let's go!" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm like, oh, some crazy shit happened." Then I turn the TV on. And then I take a peek, and then I see him running it in and everything. I'm like, damn, we got a ball game. Hey, what's good, man? What's good? That's yeah, he's, mean, a, he's a 49ers fan. We just talked. We were just talking about the Cowboys and 49ers game too. Yeah, I think but, that that was that game encompassed the Steelers' year. The defense right. did what they could, but it was just too much. And really, you take out that one. What was it like a 10 minute stretch where Mahomes threw five touchdowns? And right, it right. wasn't a terrible game. Like I mean, obviously you can't just take that out of the game, but right. it is what it is. Like we knew that the Steelers were gonna lose the game. I did pick the Steelers on our picks last week just to be that guy. <laughs> it was like it was just like a storybook for them to get there. So I thought conspiracy that, theory. And, and right. I was like, may, maybe I'll be right here, but it is what right. it is. Um, Mahomes just showed that that's why he's great. Like he can not do anything, and then ten minutes, five touchdowns. Okay, 
Like what? Yeah, I just I just shared. Um, I don't know if y'all saw it on Facebook. I shared a memory from 2019. I said Mahomes is, is Mahomes is gonna be the greatest quarterback when it's all said and done. And everybody, I go and look back at the comments, and even oh, people, com- people commented like uh, they commented uh, when I reposted it again. They said, "I don't believe in this." I was, it's just my opinion. I just he's he's, he's, he's amazing. I, I guess I'm still confused on how you can't un- say that at this point. Yeah. Like, he, he at that point, MVP. at that point, 2019, he threw 50 touchdowns. Yeah, he threw 50 touchdowns. Like, I right. mean, so he, he has the, he has a Super Bowl. He has a Super Bowl MVP. He has the third now. So if he retires tomorrow, like, he won't be a first bell Hall of Famer, but like, he would have like a Hall, like, you can make an argument from him still getting the Hall if he does nothing else the rest of his career already. Like, so if that right. doesn't make you say he's one of the greats, I guess. <laughs> hey, man, listen. He's uh, he's unreal, and he's gonna be he's gonna be fringe five five k every year. He's literally gonna have at least forty seven hundred or more every year just from the people he got. But man, listen, Tyreek Hill, man, Tyreek Hill, man, that boy be acting up out there. Yes, he be acting and out. He be acting I, out. Tyreek Hill showed me this year. Last year, Neil and I went on our thing where we thought that he was a well. I, I'll still stand before this year. Tyreek right. Hill was a very one-dimensional player. You know, right. like, this year he showed okay. They're going to take away the the deep ball. Watch what else I can do. So I got to give him his credit. He proved to me now Bro. he is a complete receiver. But before mm-hmm. this year, he just didn't show it to me. But I'm right, right. Give him his flowers. The intermediate stuff is there. He's running the digs. He's running yes. the outs. He's running the hitches. And I'm like, okay. And bro, like he's so, bro, he's so good, man. Like he catches the ball. And he has yeah. two people in front of them. It's like a two-yard pass, and somehow he gets twelve out of the play. It's like I don't know how a person can be that fast, bro. Yeah, it's it's, so it's, I, it's incredible. I'm giving him his credit now. So last year it was like strictly screen plays and over the top. This year he's doing everything. He's running the full right. route tree, intermediate, deep, short. He's proven that he is a legit number one receiver, even though he is. Vertically challenged. <laughs> what do y'all What do y'all think about the other receivers in KC, man? Uh, what do y'all think about them? They're mediocre. Mediocre. <laughs> I yeah. feel like I feel like Pringle. I feel like Pringle is coming along. I don't know why he he's starting to show up more and more every week. I don't yeah, know. That might just is. be me. But is is he like a guy that's kind of like a Alan Lazard or an MVS? But like if they're not playing with an all time great quarterback, you wouldn't right, know they right. are. That's yeah. very also, true. Also, I, I completely, I completely forgot Josh Gordon was on the team. Yeah, that, I don't. I, the, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, he, but is he I rotating he in or no? no? I have no clue. To be honest, yeah, he probably he probably got special packages or something. Yeah, I think he's touched the yeah. field one game this year. He's yeah. not. Yeah, but um, I, I think that it's like, Mahomes. It's the same thing with Aaron Rodgers. They give him his one guy, Tyreek Hill. They also gave him Travis Kelsey, but mm-hmm. whatever. But like, they're just gonna throw all their makeshift pieces out there because it doesn't matter. Right, right, right. Well, man, what about uh, what about the Steelers? What do y'all think of the Steelers, man? After that, uh, after that game, play some new addition. It's the end of the road. I, <laughs> all you gotta do. <laughs> I, just, I truly think though they're just they're a quarterback away. You give them a quarterback next year, and this team they they made the playoffs this year with this team. So if you give them a quarterback that can like I don't know move, <laughs> I think they'll be okay. But that but that that right there is like the Steelers. Are they known for that? You feel I'm me, not like, saying, to go, to go get about, a quarterback? No, but I'm not talking about, like, a super mobile quarterback. Even, mm-hmm. like, a guy like first, like a Jimmy G. Like, Jimmy G's not right. a mobile quarterback, but he can move. Like, Ben couldn't move at all. Like, yeah, that's, that's facts. 
But the Steelers, they, they've come out and said that they're not going after a veteran quarterback. Do I necessarily believe that? Not so much, but right. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess. Mean, shout out to Mike Tomlin, man. Even one of these rookie quarterbacks would be upgraded. To, well, not really an upgrade, but they can move at least. And we saw that they can build an offense around a quarterback who's not equipped. Do you think, do you think Haskins gets a shot? I think he should. I, I well, the options you have, yeah, right. If, if you're if you're telling me you're not going after a Rodgers or a Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. then okay, then I guess you're going to take a young quarterback. But if you have Dwayne Haskins sitting there, why wouldn't you give him the chance for the year? That's, they should just let him just let him spin. Yeah, and use it use it as a bridge year to see what happens. Um, I don't know what's happening next year in free agency, but I'm pretty sure somebody's going to become available yeah. at that point too. Worst so. case scenario, you get a good draft pick. Also, I, I believe Marcus Mariota is going to be a free agent this year. Now, there's a couple teams out there that need a quarterback. That's Hold what I'm saying. Now. Like that's that's a guy that I could be wrong, but I think he's going to be a free agent. Was I he? Mean, he, made, he made the playoffs a couple times, right? Yeah, with the Titans. Well, how many? How many two or three? Definitely once. I'm not. I I don't want to be wrong on it, but I definitely remember him being in there one time. But I okay. mean, the Saints need a quarterback. Steelers need a quarterback. Giants arguably need a quarterback. Uh, Washington needs a quarterback. Right, it's looking it's looking real crazy right now. So you think, a, you think Minnesota might be looking? It, but they're going to have yeah. to come off. They got to find someone to trade for Kirk first. They're not going to pay a yeah. quarterback if Kirk's on the roster. Yeah, right. Because he's making well, he's probably making twenty five plus at least. Yeah, and that thing was fully guaranteed when he signed it. <laughs> All right, man. That's good. We got the we got the Rams and the Cardinals game, man. Old boy's not here. We could have went crazy with this one. He would have had a whole forty five minute segment. The Fraudinals. Um the Fraudinals were here, man. Like um I didn't get to see this game. I fell asleep. I was traveling back. You didn't miss on Monday. Yeah, I heard, that, that's what I that's what I heard. I heard uh, OBJ had more passing yards than him at one point in the game <laughs> and some crazy shit. Yo, they had negative one offensive yards going into the second quarter, bro. That is ridiculous. Um, I don't know what's up with the Cardinals. Um, Cliff gonna probably have to. He gonna have to look at himself in the mirror or something. That was a no, terrible no, no, debut. No, no, no. Yeah, Cliff needs to be fired. Cliff needs to be fired. Let's, let's think before Cliff got hired in Arizona. A lot of people don't know this because if you don't follow college football. Right. Cliff got fired from Texas Tech that offseason and then was brought on to be the offensive coordinator at USC. Right. And then got hired out of that job because so he got a job after being fired in college. He is not a good coach. He is literally only an NFL coach because his good friend is Sean McVay. And he got hired in that offseason when everybody was trying to get the next Sean McVay. Damn. It is Job, what it is. Jobs Mike. Yeah. <laughs> hey, with that performance. <laughs> I, but I now, um what do y'all what do y'all think it says about the Cardinals? What do y'all, what do y'all think? Is it a, is it a bigger is it a bigger thing as they needed everyone healthy to compete? Um, Kyler Murray not showing leadership, not playing well. Putting oh the team yeah, back. Uh, to mention that, I think right. they had the whole Manning cast like they did, uh, and I think Russell Wilson was there. Uh, Russell Wilson was talking to uh, Payne Eli saying, "If I if I was uh, Kyler Murray, I'm, I'm hyping up my team, saying let's go, let's do this, this." And then the, all of a sudden, ESPN pants Kyler Murray just sitting on the bench, just doing nothing, right. yeah, literally and, perfect and that, timing. And that's what they some people had heard about him too, uh, coming out of college. Back. Yeah, coming out of college and everything. 
But hey, like some some people some people are like self like internally like self motivated versus showing it externally. But you gotta you gotta mold. He's gonna have to eventually mold himself into that. He's going going to his fourth year coming up next year. Yep. So he's he's gonna be he's gonna be just fine. Like he's he's shown stretches where he can play elite, but he's just got to put it all together now. So, yeah. so I'm not word, I'm I'm not out on him yet. In yeah. the great so, words of the former Arizona Cardinals coach Dennis Green. They are who we thought they were. Yes, someone literally posted online. They haven't been the same since the Packers game. Literally. But and think about yeah. it. That's like the first time they played a real team. I mean, they played the Rams <laughs> early in the year. But they played the Rams and beat that. I'll give them that. But like, right. yeah. a- after that Packers game, they had all their tough games. Yeah, I didn't know the Cardinals needed DeAndre Hopkins that badly. They like, don't. The offense looked terrible. Nah, but, I think I, th- I I don't think they do. Doesn't make that much of a difference. Think I don't of, think like, they I, do. He, he truly like he's a great player. Don't get me wrong, but he is not making up that what we saw on Monday night. You put DeAndre Hopkins out there, the results are not different. Yeah, I think I think Carla Murray has enough, bro. He has enough pieces. He has yeah. every type of archetype at receiver, and he has he has Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz and is still, two good running backs still doing this thing. Two good running backs. He has enough. It's just a matter of him making the plays, and he just looked. When I I watched the whole highlight, sixteen minutes on YouTube. That's what I do after every game that's played. Shout Go out on to there LSU just for the backdoor cover at three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, oh, you played it? Yeah, I played him at plus three and a half. Oh, okay, okay. And they lost by three. Oh, they lost by three. Yeah. Ooh. Oh shit. They hit, they hit a three. Wait, what? What did I put in the chat? You had him at plus seven. Plus, okay, okay. I, I, who did I have at negative? I had somebody at negative three. I, I forget Drake, who it was. You got Drake at minus three. Drake, okay, all right. Drake. But but I end up I didn't end up playing that card anyway. But um, yeah, I just think I just think like Kyler Murray and them. They he has enough, but he just needs to put it together, man. Like, and he has time. Like, this is a different situation versus Daniel Jones and all these other bum ass. They not even showing oh, any yeah. type of flashes. But that's why I'm saying if I'm making any moves in, with Arizona, it's to get off the coach. I'm not getting I – mean, there's nothing else I'm doing except maybe moving off the coach. Right, right, right. I just – I think that Kingsbury could actually be a phenomenal offensive coordinator in the NFL. Right. I don't think that he, at this point in his life, is ready to be a yeah. coach. Man, he'd be going yeah. on that. He'd be going forward on your, their own 20 and shit, fourth and five, like right. giving Plus, the team short field to getting into the red zone on the following play. What was um, everyone's thought on the whole Cam Akers Buddha Baker play? Um, I saw. I, I, yeah, I, I. I think it was overhyped. Um, yeah, I. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say was, I saw it, it too. Not attached, no, no. Nah, I think I think like especially as a running back too. Like when you're when you're in the heat of the moment like that, and you see obviously what's the name's a Pro Bowl. He's a All Pro player. He's coming flying down. It's football. It's Buddha, part of yeah. it's part of the game. I think where people got an issue with it is when he went over him. He I don't think he knew that he was knocked yeah. out. He so, actually tweeted after the uh, after the game that yeah. he prayers up Buda Baker. I had no clue yeah. how hurt you were after the play, and, yeah. and that that's normal. That's and it's and sparse and especially on Buda because his head was down too. Mm-hmm. He needed it. He needed to be up a bit more higher, and he needed to actually be looking at the, what he was hitting. So. Yeah. I don't think anyone was wrong in that situation because I, Cam didn't know what was going on, so he responded like he yeah. did. And I also, the Cardinals players are standing up for their guys, so I think everybody responded like they should have right. responded. Right, right. But hey, I think uh, I think the Rams too. Um, they took it. They just took advantage of all the mistakes that 
Kyler Murray and them were making, and they did what they're supposed to do, to be honest. Um, I think I'm just really excited for the games that are coming up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he said, uh, yeah, bang, bang, play, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he definitely bang, bang, play. Like, that's part of the game, bro. Like, when, when somebody, when you got a one on one with a safety, or my coaches, he used to call them, he used to corners and safeties, he used to call them pencil necks. You break them or they break you. <laughs> Plain and simple, like, and that's what happens. It's not, it's not intentional. No, but like, not if it, I feel like if it extended further, then I would be like, all right, now nah, he's he's being right. malicious or he's but, tripping. Like if he's on the stretcher and you're celebrating, then yeah, you're wrong. Yeah. But the right, play right, was right. literally just over and he walked by and went like this. Like I mean, right. it is what it is. So how how'd you guys think the Rams offense played? <laughs> that Odell Beckham. Listen, P bro, they gave him a PED test. They said he wasn't doing this in Cleveland. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is why I said that the Rams are my Super Bowl favorites earlier. Like, if, I thought it was gonna be Robert Woods, not OBJ. But if they click like this, they are going to be a very yeah. hard team to beat. And right. also, side note, Matthew Stafford didn't even have his best passing day. He only what threw for like two hundred, like two hundred and two yards. That's it. Yeah, not, he didn't they, even have his best passing day. So we didn't see the full potential of this offense. They had 30, Cam 30, Akers come back. Cam Akers, less 95, than six months, 95, 95 yards. I don't know how he's insane, bro. He's got to be. Something is something is loose up here. Something is loose up here for him Dude. to be playing off a torn Achilles after six months. Listen, you, you've said it plenty of times. That injury now is a sprained ankle. Like, it's got to be because I don't know who his, do, I don't know who his doctor, doctor is, but, like, salute that man. Cause that's because, absolutely insane. Yeah, yeah Adrian Peterson's doctors. And I, I think I think it's um it's the youth too. Him being younger, I think mm-hmm. that helps out because he's only twenty two, twenty three. So his his body gonna naturally heal, and he doesn't have that much mileage on his body, so he's gonna be just fine. He's like, oh. Bro, listen, oh, listen. I, I don't think LA's letting him go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. I think it's LA's dead. gonna move hell and high water Bro. and bring him back. Listen, first off, we got to look at, two. all right, who's his girlfriend? She probably lived in L.A. the whole time. He's staying in L.A. He's there. He probably, he was there already in the off season. So, it don't get no better than that. I've never there'll been be, to L.A., but. There will be a lot no more parties in L.A. <laughs> Listen, man, OBJ Full was circle. never, OBJ was never the issue. Never. Um, people are, people are tripping. You got to, like, you got to put people in, in situations to, to succeed, like. When you got a coach that's trying to force a scheme, like that does not work, and you got players that are screaming to you, or not even the players screaming, but the personnel is like, "Yo, this is not gonna work." Like you're in pro style, you got Jarvis Landry and the OBJ. OBJ is a spread quarterback, or not uh, wide receiver. Like he's not a pro style wide receiver. I just don't, I, I don't, I don't like him at that. Like I think Jarvis is Jarvis is because he's got intermediate. He runs the hitches. He can catch the traffic. But right, OBJ is a person you want and tra- want in space. Right. That's why Jarvis Landry was the better receiver in Cleveland. His game is designed for it. You said and what money do the Rams have? What money do they have? They never have money, but they always they, do some voodoo nonsense. Yeah. Like under normal circumstances, I'm 100 <laughs> percent right there with you. Like there's no way they can bring back OBJ. It doesn't work. But every gonna, time I've said that, they do something crazy. Yeah, there's definitely it's definitely gonna happen, man. We'll Kevin find Stafford. out tomorrow. They traded Matt Stafford, right? <laughs> and then and then bring and then somehow bring him back. Right. You think you think you think Woods or Jefferson is gonna be gone with OBJ being there? Van Jefferson is on a rookie deal. He ain't going nowhere. Yeah, Van Jefferson is he's gonna be sneaky, bro. He's sneaky, sneaky yeah, I, good. Yeah, and, and Robert like, Woods like, is still locked into his deal. 
Yeah, yeah, I feel like one of those players, like production, is obviously gonna like go down next year. But all those Robert weapons. Robert Woods got uh he got a deal two years ago because he got paid right before Cooper Cup, I think. Yeah. But Robert so. Woods is now the expendable player there. If they bring back OBJ, yes, right. Robert Woods becomes yeah. very expendable. Right. But they're gonna listen. They're Let's gonna find. First round they're gonna picks. find a way. Imagine they get the draft picks back. Well, that's the thing crazy. They legit could do that. <laughs> Look, they said, Rick sent me this. He said, this is Neil. <laughs> Wait, is that someone or it's a random person? It's not it's a random person. It's a random person. That does look like Neil. <laughs> Rick, you funny. <laughs> Rick, um, our highlighted reporter. All right, so, so let's get into the um, – man, if y'all tuned in right now, we appreciate you. What's good, Dante? Um, make sure you guys hit the share on this on this video if you're on YouTube or Facebook. Like this video, it's IBT Sports Podcast. We about to get into the the divisional uh, playoff round matchups. Um, let's let's get right into it. Let's let's go to the Bengals and the Titans, man. Um, sitting at twelve and five and ten and seven. Um, I'm gonna go first. Okay. I think I think the Bengals are going to get. They're going to get there. They're gonna be in the they're gonna be in the AFC Championship game. Yeah, you know, remember I, I said last week that I thought the Titans were the worst one seed we've seen in a while, which right. was no slight to them. Right, but right. I think that this just proves my point. Like I'm rolling with Cincy. Like I, 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 <laughs> he said, I can't go back. No, but like just I mean, I, I, this is my Cleveland. Hot. I can't go back. <laughs> no, but they're hot. Like I mean, what's what do people said that um, the uh, the weakness of Tennessee's defense is their secondary. What's the strength of Cincinnati's offense? They break the game open, like yep. It's, it's, and the, and the crazy thing, they can still run the rock because what Mixon gonna get? He like I said earlier, he gonna get 16, 17 carries. If you well, allow him to get to that, what scares me? It's gonna be tough. This team is hard to beat in Tennessee for some reason. Like teams just yeah. don't win there. Like what? Oh, this is yeah. my toughest game of the week. It's that it's that goddamn turf. Too. It's that goddamn turf, bro. Yeah. I'm Listen, I'm, I miss all the I miss all the games. I didn't get the why. I like this weekend. I am sitting down and I'm watching everything, bro. Like I think I have a flag game before the the Sunday games, but I'm flying home and I'm getting, I'm sitting down. I'm gonna get some what's the what's the shit the high nooners. I'm gonna get some oh, high, high nooners, nooners. <laughs> and I'm gonna sit down and watch every single game from start to finish. But yeah, this is definitely gonna be one of my favorite. Um, I love I love the Bengals offense, man. I can't yeah, say it enough. I th- I th- definitely think this is probably going to be the hardest game to pick from the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Tennessee just because I think the one thing this team needed going into the playoffs was rest, and they got it. You know, Derrick Henry is looking better by day and day. The defense definitely needed some rest with a lot of injuries there. AJ Brown gets some healing time. Julio Jones, and I think they definitely have what it takes to um, move on to the AFC Championship. I just think the Bengals. Are like one year away, and I think they'll be more competitive next year, even better. I took the Bengals at plus seven and a half because I think it's just gonna be close. Like, yeah. So I would say the determining factor. You guys can do one too. I don't know if, if you want, but yeah. I think it's gonna come down to the Bengals defense getting turnovers. I think that's what's gonna be the determining factor in the game. If they can, if they can still two one or two possessions for Joe Burrow, I think that's gonna be the the game changer. Right. Um, so. For me. Kenny mentioned it. The weakness is the secondary. We got to see mm. that's gonna be my determining factor for that game because you know we got to see how they handle that uh, tremendous passing offense of the Bengals. So I'm gonna go with them. 
For me, it's going to be Derrick Henry. If they put Derrick Henry out there... He just get cleared? They said he was... He looked good in contact drills today, so I don't know. Oh, okay. That's If they put him out there, though, and he's not Derrick Henry, are they going to pull him out of the game, or are you just going to keep riding him because he's Derrick Henry? That, so to me, that's going to be the determining factor. How long How long will he be to get Henry? Right, 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 right. Um, so going to the... We'll go to the next one here. We'll go with... Uh, the Rams and the Bucks, man. This game is on Sunday. Bucks are the favorite. Right? The Los um, Angeles Rampians, baby. Um, I can't even <laughs> tell you. Last time I checked, the Bucks are favored by three, I believe. Yeah, the Bucks are favored. They are. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah, because I took the Rams money line, which would mean that they had a one favorite. I took the man's mm-hmm. uh, money line too. Hey, great minds take a like. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the uh, um, Rams as well. Because I, th- uh, I said last year, if the, I think the Bucks will either win uh, last year or the year coming up. I think, and I'm stick with what I said. I don't. I think they come up short this year. The Rams are just too good of a team, rolling right now to be beaten, especially with all the injuries they have on the Bucks. No Godwin, Antonio Brown's gone. A lot of defensive injuries with secondary. I just think the Rams are a better team. I think they, they'll get the W against Tampa Bay. From the pit, not the palace. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they would have beat them even at full strength. Like this Rams team, they're clicking now. They beat them earlier in the year, which doesn't always mean anything, but they, they beat them when they weren't clicking, and now they are clicking. So I, yeah. I like how things are looking for them. Um, Matt Stafford got the playoff monkey off his back. People can shut up about he can't win in the postseason now, can't win the big game. They're the underdogs going into this game. Yes, it really is championship or bust for them, but you know they're technically not expected to win this game, so – I think they go in there and they win this game. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm gonna go with the Rams too. Um, I just don't want to see. I'm. I'm torn, man, because I, w- I want the Rams to win and then lose to the in the following round, so I don't have to hear his mouth. The Forty Nineers are still alive, though. But I also don't at the same time. I don't want the Bucks to win because then, like, I'd rather hear Neil's mouth than have the Bucks win. <laughs> I don't care because uh, Neil's gonna crown the Rams the best ever and all this garbage bullshit. And I'm not trying to hear it. For me, my determinant factor in this game is Tom Brady. Historically, the the way to get him and frazzle him is to get pressure up the middle. Who was the Rams' best player and the best player in the NFL? Aaron mm-hmm. Donald. And what does he do? Wreak havoc up the middle. So yeah. if, if the Bucks can, you're not going to stop him. But if you can't slow him down, it's going to be a long day. For Tom that's Brady. literally that's literally the key. Like if you turn right. the games back, like Tom Brady in the, the Super Bowl like, against yeah. the Eagles, the he Brady Jarrett was eating his lunch, but he yeah, was in the yeah. like. If you get Fletcher, and then like you said against the Eagles, Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham were coming up the middle and just making him very uncomfortable. Right, right. So if if they could do that, I definitely they can definitely win. But I think I think it's gonna be the Rams too. Um, yeah. let's go, let's go. Uh, we got Forty ers and Packers. Oh, what about the determining factors? Yeah, Phil wanted to give his no. decided fact. Oh, my fault. Oh, I, also, thought you had, I, I thought you had already said it. No, I, I was gonna, I thought it was Kenny, me, the new, you know. You know, well, Kenny, you didn't say yours, did you? you did. I just said Aaron Donald pressure up the middle. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah so I won. Then I go so next to you, go last. Yeah. All right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. My fault, my fault. Uh, my fault. Uh, for me, it'll probably be the Bucks <laughs> running game because, you know, uh, Fournette had, has had a great year. Him being healthy and him actually reducing is going to be big, so it's going to open up stuff for Mike Evans, Gronk, and others. So, so if the Bucks can't run the ball, they're going to struggle on offense, and I'm going to go with that. Um, For the Rams – I think it's going to be to be honest. I think if they could if they could establish the run 
Um, I think it's going to help them open up a lot more uh, against the Bucks defense. But if they can't run, it's going to force them to pass a lot. Um, and Stafford, I don't know, man. He's going to need the run game because I think the run game is definitely crucial um, just to get going, especially in the playoffs. So if they can get that going, I think it'll be much easier for them to win. So that's my determining factor. Now we got the 49ers and Packers. Green you Bay. guys got <laughs> Green Bay? Yeah, I got I'm going green for a reason. I got Green that, Bay as well. That goat from uh, Wisconsin. So <laughs> um yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the Packers too. Um I think they just sitting there brewing, they're waiting. Um I think Devontae Adams, he goes out and has a, a incredible game. Um I think it's gonna be obviously I think the 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 Forty Niners defense is always tough to play against. Um but I think he finds a way to to break out um and everything like that. So and really I, I really want the Packers to win because as much as I like, have said I wanted the Rams to get the Super Bowl. I would love to see Aaron Rodgers patch Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Like we got robbed, we got robbed <laughs> of that matchup this year. We got robbed of that matchup this year. Like, do you know how glorious it would be to watch that? Like, that would you be said the that, you said that last year. You nope. said that yeah, last literally, year State Farm would make so much money off of that. Like, I literally. I need to see that. You said yeah. If they if they don't stop Debo, I think the the Packers defense is tightened up uh, throughout the whole season. Um, so that's why that's why I say I, that's why I say the 49ers probably yeah. won't win the game. But you never know, man. The 49ers you know, right now are playing dark horse. To be right. honest, you you know how bad we want to see an NFC championship with the Rams and the 49ers just to see Neil's reaction. I you know go, he's going. I want to, I, I want to going, see Aaron Rodgers I do. so bad, bro. Listen, yeah. if the if the 49ers end up beating the Packers, I am putting I am putting money on the 49ers to win that game. That's going to be an easy come up. And then I'm going to, as I collect my money, I'm going to watch Neil start to cry right on the <laughs> podcast the just, following day. Just fan yourself with your money. We're going to do a special sure. episode for that if that happens. <laughs> Emergency episode right now. We're going live. Okay, we're going live. Even if they struggle to contain Debo, the, the problem is going to be Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback on the other side. Like, it's not Dak Prescott this time. It's right. not Matt Stafford, who I think highly of. It's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, plus but that secondary for 40, the 49ers is hella banged up. So, yeah, you guys see how they'll do against Devontae Adams and others. Uh, I think the determining factor for me for the Packers and uh, 49ers is definitely got to be that man, Debo Samuel. We know how much he can do receiving, rushing. It, it's on the Packers, who's had a good defense this year, to try to contain him because we got to see what they can do outside of him with Ayuk. Elijah Mitchell, others, Kittle. Kittle was uh, very quiet against Dallas, so who knows if, mm-hmm. if he'll turn up next week. So it all depends on that man Debo, though. He'll be there. Kittle going to be there. Yeah, uh, my determining factor is uh, probably Aaron Jones, actually, because we all know what Aaron Rodgers is going to do and what Devonta Adams is going to do. But if Aaron Jones also gets it going, lights out. Like, yep. if, if Aaron Jones has, has a game with 100-plus all-purpose yards, Devonta Adams mm-hmm. goes for 100 yards uh, – you could probably hang it up. <laughs> That's what's going to be crazy, man. Um, And then last but not least, the revenge game. The game Another toss-up. The, the game the Bills got circled. They couldn't wait. I know Josh Allen is like, if I can't beat this guy, damn. Damn, oh, damn, man. Literally, the, the two hardest games to pick out of this week are both AFC games. 
this might be our generation's um, Peyton versus Brady. How they would always see each other in the playoffs, and you know Brady. Kept I thought, so Bill, I thought it was Baker and Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I saw. I saw that hilarious. I saw that like last year. It was funny as hell. Um, Bill, Bill's a Chiefs man. Who you got, Kenny? Go, go, Chiefs. Okay, I was oh. about to say. I was. I thought she was about to say. No, no one's going to circle the wagons. No, circle the wagons. No, no. Um, I'm going Buffalo or Buffalo. I'm going Kansas oh. City. Oh, um, what's up, Bob? Uh, Pat Mahomes is just. I mean, th- this team is, is clicking on all cylinders now. Yeah, the Bills did beat them earlier in the year, but earlier in it, we saw two different Chiefs teams all year. The first half team was garbage. Looked like they weren't even going to make the playoffs. This team looks like no one's going to beat them. Um, I'm going with them. You score five touchdowns in 10 minutes, it's hard for me to go against you. Yes, I understand Buffalo, you just had a phenomenal game. You played a perfect game, but that's my, my worry is you played a perfect game. You are not going to play a perfect game this time, and I don't think you're going to be able to outdo Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Kansas City as well because they uh, offense is just too dynamic for the Bills' defense, who has been shown to struggle during times of the season, just like Kansas City. But my one worry is uh, – this, the uh, middle linebackers for Buffalo, like, can they handle the middle routes from Tyreek Hill, from Travis Kelsey? And I think if you had if you had to tell me to pick an offense, I'd, I'm choosing the Chiefs every single time. <laughs> um, I'm going with Kansas City, man. Um, they're rolling. Um, when's the last time they lost a game? Week six? A long time ago. No. Then weeks, week no, six? No, no, I take that back. Didn't they just recently – Lose one, and that's how um, Tennessee got the got the one seed. They lost the Bengals, yeah. Yeah, they just oh, lost yeah, the Bengals. The close, the, yeah, the close game. Yeah, it's okay. still on yeah. fire. Um, I think I think it's gonna be the Chiefs. Um, I just don't see, I just don't see what happened earlier in the season yeah. happening in the playoffs because that was real embarrassing. Um, I was around a whole bunch of Bills fans when they were watching the game. Oh my goodness. Somebody were listen, man. They were they were close. They were they not the Eagles up there, but like it was getting real close. Like it's gonna be. I said, I said all I said in the, in the house was I think I think the Chiefs are gonna win this game and all all hell broke loose. Because I'm gonna say whatever I want around. It don't matter. Like and, I think if I think they're gonna win, they go. I think they're gonna win. And to yeah, me, I, them losing that game earlier in the year and just losing that game against Cincy actually works in their favor. Like I've said in the past on the podcast. I don't think riding into the playoffs with a 10-game win streak is the best philosophy to have because mm-hmm. I still have to win three straight. But yeah. uh, I, I think that they're in they're in prime position right now. Yeah. I also I, think that Buffalo won their Super Bowl beating New England in, in the playoffs. Yeah, that's yeah. that's tough right there. We come off a, you come off a win like that, and then you got to go against a, a juggernaut and in, in the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, I think me personally, I think this game is going to be two possessions. Um, by the Chiefs. I do not think it's going to be close. Um, so that's yeah, my think, opinion. Yeah, I think the determining factor for me is going to be that uh, she's secondary. Most importantly, like Daniel Sorensen and some others, because we saw how he not he not struggled. He's, so. he's not in. He's not in. Is he's out? No, they they put in uh, Thornhill. Yeah, Sorensen. Oh, Dan, they yeah him. yeah because the the um, Tyron Matthew and all of them they said okay, get him so. get him to, get him the f out of there during, <laughs> that, during well. that stretch. No, they <laughs> literally okay. the, yeah there was like a there was an article I read on uh, on Twitter and they're basically all the players are vouching for what's his name Juan Juan Thornhill or something yeah. like that yeah and he's he's 
Yeah, and then as soon as they made that switch, they went on this run. But because yeah. you could look at back at those games, there was like timely touchdowns that Sorsen was giving up. And that shit changed, and now here they are, 12 so and 5. So yeah, exactly. So I am switching my pick to Buffalo's run game because it starts with that run game and ends with that run game. If mm-hmm. Josh Allen is your leading rusher, like we said, I'm a bunch of previous podcasts are in trouble. Hopefully the coach can actually game plan to run, you know, give Singletary and Zach Moss a chance. And well, I think there's another they have running back. The past five weeks. Yeah, yeah. He's been he's been going. He's been going for sure. Yeah, so they, they, they realize that though. So smart yeah. on there. That'll open up a lot of plays for the receivers. Dawson Knox is a monster. He's been good this season. Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders, just they just need to do whatever they can to open up for those guys. So I got right, those right. run game. All right. For me, the determining factor is uh, the Kansas City backfield. Um, I thought it was crazy last week. Everyone, you know, no McKinnon? CEH. Everyone thought Daryl was the guy. McKinnon? Like, people just slept on McKinnon. And it makes me wonder. He, he was getting crazy. Why Why wasn't he the guy? Out, like, in, this year in fantasy, when CEH went down, I picked up McKinnon in a couple leagues. And he just They didn't even put him on the field. Like, this really makes you question. I don't, they, what we're saving him for the playoffs. But last, but last year he got hurt again, I believe. Yeah, in practice but, or something like that, because he did have that major knee injury from the Vikings. He definitely did, but like yeah. he, he came out and didn't miss a step. Like he looked right. better than Ceh looked at all all year. Like, he was he running through like contact, really catching everything. Like I was like, oh shit. But yeah, I mean, you get that out of him. Derek Gore uh, then comes in and vultures the the big between the tackle carries. I mean, this it's scary. They're doing this with their third and fourth string running back. Right. They get that production. It's going to be tough to beat the Chiefs. Man, right. listen. It's gonna be it's gonna be real exciting, man. Saturday, Sunday, four thirty, and then eight fifteen on Saturday, three o'clock, and then six thirty on Sunday to see who goes to the NFC Championship and the AFC Championship. Who you got? You say you guys said the Bengals Titans is your game of the week. No, I think it's be the closest. I, yeah, closest. I, 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 yeah, I said the AFC games are gonna be the toughest games to like to pick a winner. Right, right, for, right. For the week, yeah. I all I feel like these are all great matchups, man. I think I feel like they're all great uh, matchups yeah, across the board. For me, Green Bay San Fran might really be the one. And also, too, another like underrated storyline here: Matt Lafleur versus Kyle Shanahan is uh, the as the as the assistants from yeah, 2013. Yeah, well, not even just 2013. Matt Lafleur was the quarterback coach in Atlanta the year Kyle Shanahan was our offensive coordinator. Like oh, that's been wow. his guy. Yeah, so that they, they've been linked for a long time. Like, oh, they about to he about to know everything. Yeah. Oh man, this is gonna be yeah, this is gonna be interesting. I didn't know that. I saw the picture when they were uh, yeah, with Denver, right? Washington. No, Washington. Oh, was it Washington? Washington, because uh, Shanahan's father, right? Yep, she had yeah. Shanahan, Lafleur, and McVay all on the same staff. Yep, it's, it's and Washington crazy. still stunk. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. They didn't know any better. They weren't mature. All of them was probably what, like twenty six. Well, they also they also had a broken RG three and a young. Uh, Kirk Cousins playing quarterback. Right, right. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Nell, we missed you tonight, man. If you're watching, if you want, run this back. Get that 5G up. I got I got the Ram, I got the Rams. We all got the Rams. Get off my back for this week. Next week. He's going to message you. Next week, you're out of there. I hope y'all play the Niners. But um, what, what's the last word you guys got, man? Hey, uh, for me, you know, 
football season's over, you know, let's, let's enjoy some NBA basketball while we can. You know, there's, it's all, we're a little bit past the halfway point, a little bit before it. So let's just enjoy this wonderful sport of basketball because football no longer exists to me. So let's enjoy that while we this can. Guy. <laughs> this guy. This guy. Unreal. Unreal. Uh, I just want to let everyone know gambling is very bad. Do not do it. <laughs> that right there. The more you know, the star with the rainbow. <laughs> That's all? That's all I got. Um, That's a very great my, my thing, Good job. My thing, yeah, my thing here is I just want to let I just want to let these guys know <laughs> that that boy, <laughs> that boy in that Yahoo fantasy, <laughs> hold on. He's Listen, my team is coming along, man. KD's hurts. KD. No, it ain't no, no, no. I'm coming for the winning spot. Wait, what place are spot. you? What place are you at? I'm at fourth right now, and I'm winning seven oh. to three right now. Second. Yeah, don't worry, don't worry. We're right, we're right behind you. Hey, I believe you. Don't worry. What you, what you at? I'm four, second. You, you got four. What? You got four W's above me. That's fine. We're gonna see. We're gonna see you. Hey, we ready? I ain't worried. Yeah, I've been paying attention, man. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I've been switching out lineups every every Monday, Sunday night. I go in there. I'm like, all right, I need to play this person. And then well, Kate, the way, waiver wire vulture. Yeah, KD's hurt right now, but I had to go and get um who I had to go get. Yeah, they snuck um, a one for me tonight. I picked the money line. They got the one point one. Yeah, I just wanted to get Looney too. I wanted to pick up Looney, get some extra boards, dominate those boards. We'll see what happens because he's been he's had like ten plus the last four or five games, but. That's my last words, man. We up out of here. We appreciate y'all for tuning in to IBT Sports Podcast. We up out of here, man. Night up, bro.